Hello, and welcome to the Fantasy National Golf Club. This is Nice Shot Pods, featuring Tractor, the Rhino, the Moose, and the Palmanac. This week, we're a little hungover. We discuss the awesome time we had down in West Palm Beach for the DFS Open. We talk about the Arnold Palmer Invitational. We build 43K DraftKings lineups, play one and done, and fantasy Nassau. Hey guys, welcome to this week's episode of Nice Shot Pods. Uh, we got all of our boys here safe and sound after the DFS Open on our little trip down to the Honda. Uh, today we are going to get into a little bit of Honda recap, the DFS Open recap. We're going to talk about the Arnold Palmer Invitational and just other golf antics we had at uh, Palm Beach last week. Uh, so guys, how are you guys doing tonight? Rhino, are you recovered? Yeah, I'm good. I mean, I'm I'm back to 75%. Give me a couple more days, but yeah, all good. That's a lot higher than I am. Moose, <laughs> how about you? I, I, I'd go 45% maybe. I'm actually I'm, surprised you're that high. I'm always that high. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I was just thinking, this is going to be just a funny week for just golf podcasts in general because almost everybody was down there and anybody who's coming at you with a whole lot of enthusiasm this week is faking it 100 percent, 100 percent. paul you gotta I'm be a, at least 99.9 i'm like i'm in the 90s for sure i you know i took it a little easier maybe than the rest of you guys but thank thank you for driving paul yeah, i had to drive a couple times so we, yeah. you know we had to be sure up so on. early the entire time Oh, I know. I know. Like yesterday felt like sleeping until noon when we left the house at eight. Hmm. Yeah. Well, we we're supposed to leave at seven forty-five, but <laughs> that's neither here nor there. Yeah. yeah like what's yeah? Ten minutes before we leave and knock on Moose's door. Moose, you up? Uh, I can be. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys are ever on a trip with Moose, like just set the alarm for him. Apparently, he just doesn't do that. <laughs> Like, how many days were you not ready in time? Uh, two of the three. Yeah, two DFO, of the three. DFS Open Day, he was rearing to go, yeah, which you were, we figured would be, the, would be the case. So, overall, we had a great time. We got to go down and check out the Honda. Um, so, we got to go. We kind of walked around and did the bear trap, which was pretty cool in person. Um, I think we were all pretty surprised to see how much more brutal 15 is than 17. We kind of thought 17 was tough, and you saw 15. For sure. The whole back nine. I mean, there's just water everywhere. Isn't there water on 16 of the holes? Yeah. yeah. And, like, actually in play, too. Not like if I taught my driver room in the water. Yeah, I'd be curious on the stroke average for the week, you know, 17 versus 15. But, you know, just from walking out there, I fully agree that 15 looks substantially harder. But that pin on 17 yesterday seemed relatively generous. Yeah, it'd be interesting to know if it's always been, like, that location on Sunday. I guess I just don't remember it being that generous. Well, we were out there on Thursday, and, like, how about the pin on 16 on Thursday? Most of these guys are hitting, you know, three woods, so they've got mid-iron in, and it's, like, tucked back left. You can't really miss it. For a Thursday pin, I thought that was about as hard as I've seen. Yeah, Yeah, you weren't going to score left. I mean, yeah, they couldn't I think the closest shot was, like, 50 feet. Yeah, they couldn't get back to that ridge, or chose not to. Sweet course, though. Yeah. I thought it was a pretty good hang, too. With like kind of the the Tito chalet that they've got going on there, and super super corporate. I don't think any of us four had spent a lot of time at like non major events, la di da. But um, 
that was uh that was definitely like my key takeaway as you walk in you basically go through the honda showroom before you can even get out to to see golf and then you're going through kind of like these mini sponsors and kind of their trade show event before you finally get onto the golf course but i was gonna say if people really want like an honest take on what we thought about the day of of the honda pod or of the honda classic they should listen to our live and uncut pod we put out on <laughs> thursday, thursday night. night from the from grandma's baroque palace <laughs> I was going to say, if we double up on anything tonight that we mentioned in that pod, it's because we don't remember. What this we, is true. We talked. But let's talk about the elephant in the room here, guys. What's our, that? Our miserable showing at the DFS Open. I think we were T5. It's pretty, pretty poor. I think we're T4. T4. But we were the highest priced team, right? So mm-hmm. expectations yeah. were to come out of there with a W. We, were, but, we lost by two, though, right? Lots of blame to go around. Tons. So anyway, so for those that weren't there... What, 15 under one at Moose? Two teams tied at 15 under. Both of them started on hole nine, interestingly enough. That was our downfall. We got screwed. Or 18 was our downfall. Wait, what were you saying is our downfall? The 18th hole I, on the course or our 18th? Oh, I guess we started. Yeah, sorry, 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 sorry. Yeah, our ninth hole was the par five, right? That we didn't yeah, get Yeah, that we parred. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you what, can't go four under on five par fives in the scramble. No. When you have mid to short in on a couple of them, too. Like, what do you... Th- how many holes... Par fives would we have to play again before we make a par on one? Three? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It was windy. It was really windy. It did kick up. Yeah, I mean, it was weird. We just were in like an awkward position. I feel like the the best kind of like pitch that we had was basically dead down fan about 40 Probably 40, 50 yards that was, I would guess. Yeah, with like a... And it just kind of runs away from you and... And then I guess our other our other hole that was our demise was the cannon hole. Well, the hole was what? 300... 370 or something like that. 370 yards. So the way they had it set up, it was what? 20 bucks a guy, correct, Moose? Yep. For $20 all a guy. to charity. Yep. For $20 a guy, I went to charity. You got to shoot a golf ball out of a cannon... Like, like, a giant, guy, like a potato gun. Yeah. Like this guy claimed mm-hmm. it could go over 500 yards, which I believe it. So he had the thing calibrated to go basically the distance of the hole. He was very proud of his calibration too. Yeah. Well, he had it dialed in and it was funny. So he said, yeah, this thing can go over 500 yards. I hit the top of the clubhouse today. The top of the clubhouse was like a mile and a half away. <laughs> Like, no. Yeah, I was like, that's not fine. I cannot. Yeah. that He's also had 10 hole-in-ones with that thing, too. Remember that. Well, that I that I kind of believe. I mean, so, if some guy who's yeah. probably never done it before got it to six feet, which was the closest shot of the day. So, so yeah. So, anyway, he would he would line you up, kind of get it at the right angle for liftoff, and then you'd just literally push the button, and your golf ball would just – I mean, you couldn't even barely see the ball because it came out of there so hot. Went pretty high, and it just knuckled. And, you know, I think every one of us that – Shot it off. The guy was like, "Oh, that's the one right that's there." That's the one. Right that's at the it. one. <laughs> yeah, so it's kind of knuckle, but it was pretty. It was pretty cool. So, but the rule was, if everybody in your group donated the twenty dollars to shoot the cannon, you got an automatic eagle putt from ten feet on that hole. Which nobody was going to be driving that that green. No. But I will say it was a pretty easy. I mean, most teams are going to make birdie on that hole. Mm-hmm. The you know the cannon ball. If you got one inside ten feet, you got to putt from there. I think you could. I think they said the closest was six 10. feet. Yeah. The guy got one too. Different. Yeah, group. I Wasn't think that was Neary. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, that was the start of our demise. We all donated the twenty bucks, shot four balls out of the cannon, and proceeded to all four of us missed the ten footer for eagle. So it was a ten footer that broke uphill though too, which was weird. Yeah, they made it. A, yeah. It was kind of a tough putt. Yeah, but not tough enough where we should have missed it. Yeah. I'd guess half the teams that donated walked off with eagle. <laughs> yeah, for at sure. least right. 
Yeah. So it's between that, that so our strokes gain cannon shots were not good. <laughs> yeah. And then to kind of the, to sum up the day on our last hole, par five, we finally you know we had <laughs> two something in. I had a pretty good three wood to like twenty twenty five feet. The tractor just completely one ups everybody. The driver. I had to been your best shot. Driver off the deck to like twenty feet, and we all missed that one too. Just to end the day, and you know. Yeah, we played the par threes really well. I think through the first three or four par threes, I think our total distance of putts was like six feet. Yeah, yeah, Sounds a couple near hole ones. We got to give Rhino a shout out for winning the closest to the pin contest. Yeah. That was our like third hole today, I think. Was it three feet four inches? Yeah, it sounds right, Paul. And you were only like four you were like three feet ten inches, right? Yeah, and then I think you beat a, another guy who was three feet five inches, because you won by one inch is what they announced at the Yeah, that was Siege DFS. He uh apparently he hit right above the hole, spun it back, it lipped out into six feet. Like pretty imp- or not six feet, but an inch outside. So that, that inch could be a result of, uh, if you saw on Moose's uh, Twitter, could be a result of Tractor yelling at the guy to pull the tape tight. <laughs> yeah. um, little shout out to our buddy Don Donatello. I think he uh, he replied to the comment, liked it, so glad we could uh, get a little rise out of Donnie this week. Yeah, it's good to know he's not a player hater. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, I said player hater a lot this weekend, which is great. <laughs> it's, it's good. I mean, I feel like I was saying that a decade ago, and it's good to have that one back in the cool. These are all references to big break season two, which is mm-hmm. probably the best big break season of all time. Yeah. So, yeah. So in summary, finished tied for fourth. Not uh, what we're looking for, but all in all, really fun event. They did a great job with the setup. I don't know how many people they said they had moose, but they were hoping to get 30 or 40 when they set the event up. And we think there was 100. It had to be close there. to 100, yeah. Yeah. It was yeah. really well done, too. Yeah, yeah I can't wait for it to do it next year. Wait to do it next year. I think it's just going to get bigger and bigger. I think the charity involvement will be more. I'm, I'd like to see some like auction items next year. And big shout out to Joey I, aka at Tour Picks and Ryan Baroff. Our Baroff, I think. Just Google them. You'll, or Twitter search them. You'll find them. But they put the whole thing together, did a great job. I don't think either of them had any clue what they were getting into when they were organizing a cross-country golf scramble with a bunch of golf degenerates, but it, it turned out great. I think everybody that was there had such a great time, and I think it's going to be pretty big, and I bet you next year you're going to have to sign up really fast. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, you I, touch I on, still uh, don't know how I would play that that par five. Which one? In real the life. Snake I think hole? Oh, the snake hole? hole. Oh, my God. Like, in, in real life, I don't know, like five iron, five iron, five iron? Oh, yeah, we did no we one, did birdie that one at least. No one listening to this has a clue how dumb that hole was. So, <laughs> so I'll give you a clue on how dumb it was. <laughs> Paul and I drove out there. We got out there. The the group in front of us was still in the middle of the fairway. We asked them what was going on. They still weren't sure. We drove like another two hundred yards up. We still weren't sure what we needed to do. <laughs> then we finally hit our tee shots. Paul had the best of the lot. The pro comes out there, and he's not exactly sure what our line is to the pin. Like, what the hell? Yeah, you did over trees on the second shot. We did over trees, marsh, and then more trees. Yeah, it was a big carry. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that was whole. That was – I never yeah. need to go back. Their faci- <laughs> the facility he hates really, it. The facility was really nice. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It, was, it was fun enough. It just – for 130 courses in the Palm Beach area – I mean, there's other ones like the par three, which was freaking awesome. Do you want to get into that now? 
Let's do it. It's, yeah. So after the scramble, we went to the Honda Thursday. So after the scramble, we went over to the uh, it's the West Palm Beach Part Three. Just the Palm Beach. Just Palm Beach. Just the Palm Beach Part Three. So we had a couple hours before our uh, our time over there, but it's what probably two miles from Mar-a-Lago. Yeah. It was the houses were ridiculous on the drive there. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's like, are these hotels, businesses, or houses? We're not quite sure. But, yeah, and then, but this course was all along the water. I mean, how many holes do you think you could see the water from of the 18? Well, it really got, it gets spectacular on the yeah, back. Yeah, well, one side's now. kind of the, the inlet waters, you know, and then the back nine was, you know, mostly ocean. Yeah. Yeah, the last, like, three of the last five are just really spectacular. Yeah, but literally, so 18 holes, all par threes. And I thought the coolest thing was, you know, sometimes you play those par three courses and it's like bring your sand wedge and putter and that's all you need. But, you know, we played the tips. And, I mean, there was maybe three holes under 100 yards, but then there were also three or four that... 180. You know, 170 to 190. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the and, wind was still blowing. Like, not like too. big areas to hit at. So I, I think I hit like a couple five irons and four yeah. irons, which it's it's a must play. I would say it's a must play. If you're, you're in the area, Yeah, you got to do that. And it's only like, it's like 50 bucks with a car. We keyed off at what? 330? 3.30. We were right at 3.30 and, and we, we thought it might be kind of suspect. Yeah. Done in time for dark, before dark. Yeah. We were probably like the last group to finish in time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Group behind us was going to be tight. But yeah, like if you like playing team games or betting games, that's that was a pretty fun one to do. It didn't get out of hand like we thought for most of us. I don't know. Tractor, did you end up losing that much? I just paid a lot of 20 clubs. Yeah. Tractor and I were up. We had a pretty good thing going through like 12, 13 holes. It looked like it could get very nice. And then Paul. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think me and Moose rattled off three in a row. Yeah. Like, I boom, got, boom, boom. yeah, like 13. Moose got 14. I got 15 or, you know. But yeah, I think we only had two twos total. As a group through eleven holes, and we ended up with five. six, right? Yeah, I think each, six, yeah, because I paid out six. I think we all had yeah, yeah, track had zero. The rest of us all had two, I think. And all three of us almost had a hole in one. And the parking lot still gives me the. Tractor was getting. I'm a little claustrophobic. There's a. It's a lot. Shank into the parking lot. There's a road on one side, like the A1A, literally runs through the golf course. Through the golf course, and I mean it's really not in play, but. Well, on that ninth hole of the day, which was like 75 yards uphill, <laughs> we, when we did park, there was a Lamborghini about in yep. line with where that would have gone. So Tractor hit a, a, a smidge of an S-word that uh, that definitely would hit, hit some Lambo, but thank God it hit a palm. I refused to go in the parking lot even look for the ball. I was like, I'm just keep going. Like, get me out of here. Random hail Paul's shower, like, I guess. Paul's like, you yeah. want to go look for that? No, I do not. Like, we're, we're driving right now. Like, get me out of here. <clears throat> What was more impressive, Paul, that one or his last drive of the weekend on 18 at... <laughs> that was pretty funny on yeah, 18. I mean, it's pretty wide. Tractor sits this pole smother into this palm tree. I'm not kidding. Like, a hundred crows just come pouring out of this tree. It looked like an Alfred Hitchcock movie. Uh Oh, I'm sure everybody wants to hear all about... Well, you know what? They do want to hear about how our money game as well. And it went. And even if they don't, I'd like to relive this a little bit. We didn't win a ton. It was pretty much just a wash. No. Not really. one way to look at it. The other way to look at it is that Paul and I won money three of our four rounds. So True. Yeah. But for the game we played, it was pretty... I mean, that game can get... You can go sideways. Yeah, never. Well, it's mind. a game of birdies, right? It, it gets sideways when you make birdies. Yeah, and they're just warm. Nobody. <laughs> the yeah, the strokes gained putting on Bermuda in our group was not good, and the cups for whatever reason the cups hated us. 
Rhino, you had to have at least 20 balls hit the back of the cup and not go in. No, I wish it was the back of the cup, but it was more like the edge. Yeah, I don't. And yeah. they were screaming, too. Like, complete lack of touch. The best was, was it that mid-par three round where you switched putters? Yes. And I think you switched for two holes, and that was it. Yeah, and I made, like, a seven-footer, too. And I'm like, no, I'm done. <laughs> I didn't even catch that. You were carrying two putters? Yeah. Duh. You don't remember? We had a big dis- – Rhino made sure it was okay – with us, that he switched putters mid-round. Yeah, if you didn't remember, I was pretty much on Jupiter, not the city, <laughs> the planet, all weekend long. Just Jupe a smidge. Life is real, Just a smidge. It's a lack of sleep, man. The, the I, think best, you're, I think you're yeah. pretty good Thursday and Friday. One last one last one for me, I think that was the, the funniest one of the weekend before we get into some other stuff, was I think it was our 17th hole yesterday, so second to last hole of the trip. Rhino hits this, you know... <laughs> Pretty. I mean, it wasn't a great shot. Don't get me wrong, but there was substantially it was a worse shots. Dead hooded of the six weekend. iron from like one seventy. Dead. Yeah, left. and hooks at 30, 40 years left, and this ball's at its apex. And Moose just screams, "Holy fuck!" <laughs> I'm like, "Okay, it wasn't. It wasn't that. I mean, it was bad, but we've seen a lot worse." And then Moose just goes, "I left three shirts at the house." <laughs> We're like, okay. <laughs> it was so bizarre. Oh. But I don't know. I'm gonna he, miss I'm gonna miss Grandma's Broke Palace. Yeah. Email uh, you know, Rod at VRBO dash pods to save twenty percent pods off save twenty percent use golf shirts. Yep. If you ever uh if you ever need a v- VRBO, hit up Rod. They're awesome. They're gonna send me the uh shirts for free. I offered to send them money for the shipping and they're like, Don't worry about it. We gave you guys a great rating. <laughs> Well, probably we were never there. We were never there, but I will say that was another win, not breaking a figurine or... It's because it was all, all made tractor, of steel. Last yeah, or, you know, I mean... An iron. Yeah. Tractor, that shower, like oh. right above the shower when you get out, I usually like to kind of hold my hands up high with the towel. Yeah. And there's like a, a Baroque <laughs> lantern right above us. Yep. And I almost nailed three days in a row. And I'm like, this would be expensive. It was the most uncomfortable house like I'd ever been in. I mean, God, it, like I feel like I was going to break everything. There was like, everything was big, but there's so much crap in it. It was like, there's no room. I mean, like our bathroom had like the biggest curtain ever that weighed 500 pounds. And it turned to, it basically made the, the bathroom like or the shower a third the size it could have been it was <laughs> god well, he probably sucked. did give us a great rating because what i mean we must have left moose did you good like six four dozen seltzers and beers and natty light bud light seltzers in the fridge oh, that's that we never used us. that is why they loved us i mean that house was man i i will I'll never forget I'll, that I'll, I'll always remember it so we posted some pictures and a video. You should go check out at Nice Shot Pods on Twitter. There's a video walkthrough of at least the downstairs. I wish I had gotten the upstairs because that was that upped the creepy factor, and that's why I think Rhino and Tractor were were extra there because they were sleeping upstairs. But. A lot of what we had going on upstairs was mildly racist too, <laughs> <laughs> which I do have photographic evidence of. But I think that was supposed there. to be like an Egyptian or like something. You know, that place was kind of like a TGI Fridays meets <laughs> Antique Roadshow. Like, there was so much stuff cluttered everywhere throughout the place. Well, TGI Fridays kind of, you know, instead of unlimited apps, there's pretty much unlimited Doritos. Now. God, that was... Did you buy six bags? Three. About three bags no, of Doritos. No, no, no. 100% you got Oh, four bags four. of Doritos. Four. That is One nothing. That you, Zach? We had a lot of chips. I brought some... Red Baron breakfast 
pizzas, which I left one of them there, and I really wish I had just woken up ten minutes earlier and made one for the car. But <laughs> no, it was a good time. Yeah, good, good spot. Rod was awesome. Ish. I mean, we saw him once. He didn't bother. So, oh no, he did come back to turn off the fountain. <laughs> yeah, we don't want to. Don't want to blow the pump. So yeah, and then uh, the cool other part of the DFS too. Open is we did the night at the Drive Shack, which was fun. Really cool. Yeah, that was. I think we all agreed. You know, we've all done Top Golf, but I think that was everybody's first time at a Drive Shack. Yeah, having we the all, uh, we all thought it was better than Top Golf. Yeah, mm-hmm. the fact yeah, that you could play a simulator round. Yeah, it's basically a simulator it. golf, but in the open, it was yeah. really cool. I could see where maybe less serious golfers prefer Top Golf, where guys like us that play golf. Well, you could do well, the Top Golf too. Every, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody gets that, points at Top Golf, right? Yeah, you just have to make contact and you score something. Yeah. Well, I saw a lot of people playing a blackjack game. It looked like or a poker game. Did you see that? Yep. Yeah. That's one you could play. I think a lot of people didn't know you could swipe down to more stuff because there was like you had to like kind of navigate your way through the original screen. Yeah. Uh, so, but if you haven't been to a drive shack, it's basically the exact same thing inside. Like if you were there and you weren't looking out over where you were hitting to, you thought they were. You know, what I mean, it's the only the thing same that place. Yeah. the only thing that sucked about drive shack was. They did not have the 40-ounce bottle of... What was that you tried to <laughs> rose. order? Rose. 40-ounce bottle of rosé the tractor tried to order. Yep, and then I then I ordered the then I ordered another bottle. They didn't have that one either. What they bring you? Like, but they gave you a better yeah. bottle for the same price. So. Yeah, we had a great time. <laughs> Back to the par 3. That is also what made the par 3 epic is that tractor had us all drinking canned wine. <laughs> no, we were having seltzers. Or I, I was. Yeah. Once, once you had one canned wine. I had three of them. <laughs> you had four. We both had four. Oh. Okay, yeah. You and I both drank a full bottle of wine out there. <laughs> <laughs> After playing the DFS Open. This is riveting stuff. <laughs> but, but uh, no, great trip. Thanks, Moose. It was yeah, an awesome it trip. Was Moose, fun. it was Thanks great. Thanks for coming, guys. DFS was sweet. Uh, the, I thought the, the tournament was really well done. Yeah, it was a uh, fun four days. This week, we're heading to Arnie's place for the Arnold Palmer Invitational at Bay Hill. You got anything exciting on the course for us, Moose? 7,400 yards, really tough. Paul, you've played there, right? Paul, you've played there, right? Yeah. Uh, this was back, I was in college, so probably like 2004, maybe 2005. But it was a fun course. It's not, it's, you know, there's water and such, but it's not like target golf. It's kind of a championship style golf course, but with water hazards and that. But um, it was a cool place. The weather when I was there was terrible. So I think we got, we're supposed to play three rounds. I think we got about one and a half rounds in because it poured rain two of the days. But, Did you stay right there at Bay Hill? Yeah, you stayed right at the lodge. And it was awesome. Like I saw Arnie every day was just there. He was, he just play with regular guys that are out there. Be on the putting green, people taking pictures with them. You know, nicest guy in the world. I, you know, we never really crossed paths where I was, you know, we'd be sitting there having breakfast and he'd be teeing off or something, but it was never where I was on the range when he was. But do you remember what you know, he was wearing? Um, I feel like for sure one day he was wearing kind of a standard, like light pink mm-hmm. Bay Hill shirt. But, but so that was really cool. It's like literally, you know, it's Arnie's place and he was literally there every day. He just kind of post up and talk to people. Yeah. That's yeah. really cool. Yeah. And I remember you know, I was in college and went in there for dinner and I just stepped my golf stuff out of my hat and. Waitress just comes over and says, you know, sir, can you please remove your hat? Mr. Palmer does not like hats in the dining room. It's like, okay, I will not. 
could not take the hat off. Fast Who's enough. Mr. Palmer? Yeah, Jordan. Why, why? Why did you ask that? Were you like, uh, no? So were you yeah, I was like, on us? like, no. What was Palmer wearing? Palmer fashion is just. What are you wearing, Arnold Palmer? The reason is because the one time that I ever saw slash met Arnie, um, <clears throat> I was lucky enough to go to Wailea in the Senior Skins game. And I got to kind of like meet Jack and then Arnie was, it was like this big luau thing. And it was Gary, Arnie, Jack, and I want to say Lee Trevino. And so it was the four of them and they're kind of like the the stars of the show, right? And it's like a buffet line and you're getting like the, the roast pig and all that stuff. And I was like right behind Arnie and I think he had like light blue slacks on, white shoes, like a a very, very faint, like lime green shirt on. And then he had like the almost Zach Morris style, like Argyle pink sweater draped over his shoulders. I just, I, the guy's fashion I thought was timeless. I thought it was so cool. He just, he was who he was and he he's like truly the icon. Was he efficient through the buffet line? <laughs> he was quick. And I mean, he was a senior at the time. Like this is old ass Arnie. He would have been like, I don't know, this would have meant like 2002. Like, did, could you, did you, like, watch the way he'd go through his plate? Did he do it right where he didn't load up on the salad at the beginning? I think I was, like, fascinated with his, his outfit more than his buffet technique and style. And yeah. it could, he could have been on a second plate, too. He might have just budged in front of me. I'm not sure. Have you guys ever, like, been at a buffet and asked to play through? Like, somebody's, like, taking too much time at the spot that you, your section that you have no desire to be at. And you're like, I don't even ask. I just go around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I'm playing through. I'm going to skip this hole. This is some serious Arnold Palmer invitation yeah. breakdown. We have zero energy. Still trying to bring it. Um, part five scoring is huge this week. Uh, one thing I was looking at also is that if you're playing showdown lineups, which I don't know if Re- or Tractor, you know about this, but you can do just single round DraftKings yep. playing and... There's going to be a distinct advantage to going with people who tee off on the front nine versus the back nine on the first two days because that 17-18-1-2 stretch is about as hard as it gets. So if you start in the back nine, your chances of getting a birdie streak are significantly less, I'd say, because hmm. you just got those four hard holes in a row as opposed to splitting them up halfway and halfway. Hmm. That was that was some of the research I, I came to. Today. So, but, but par five scoring is big here? Yeah, par five scoring big. And then I actually also went through the time machine and strokes gained T to green over the last 24 rounds. So relatively recent form stuff was huge. Actually, some of the best I've seen in going through the time machine where if you sort any of the years out by best strokes gained T to green over the last 24, you know, 18 of 20 make the cut and you're You've got the winner in the top tens, you know, all in that section. So that's something I'll be looking at this week. But this is just, it's a tough course. And it's, when you look at the course breakdown, it's one where, oh, the guys who hit more fairways play better. The guys who hit more greens, the guys who scramble better, the guys who, so it's just basically you got to play good golf. And so there's not a whole lot of stats to go off of other than just look for who's been playing well. Um, People know about, Matt Every in his course history here, the fact that he's pretty much junk everywhere else but here. And so they think, oh, this is a big course history place. But there's only like three or four guys that have consistently played well. There's a bunch of guys that have a, you know, a couple top tens in the last five, but nothing where it's just, you know, this guy owns this tournament. There's those two. But so it's mostly guys who've just 
been striking the ball really well recently. Moose, you said it's 7,400. It's par 72, right? Yep. And usually they get the rough up a little bit for this one. Yeah. That might be part of that, you know, that ball striking aspect of it. Is 18 the hardest hole? And Paul, you played there. Six is, six is like the wraparound leg par five, right? Yep. I think they have like a long drive guy try to get it. And they, he did. Daily one year made like a 18 or something on that hole trying to, trying to drive it. It's like, I think it's like 340, 340 carry. And then it's probably like three. That's one DJ covered last year. I don't think I don't think any tour guys ever actually carry carried it, but I know I think Golf Digest did like a, a clip with one of the like world long drive guys. Yeah, it's because it's like three forty carry. Yeah, I did a quick Google. It says three forty, but ah, huh, I was right. Palmanac strikes again. John Daly made an eighteen on that hole with what? <laughs> <laughs> wow, an my 18. shirts. <laughs> <laughs> no, on the sixth hole, John Daly was trying to drive the green, and he made an 18. Speaking of, at, si- yep. at Hazeltine? He did that there, too. He, did, he made like a 13 on 16, didn't he? Yeah, tried something like that. Hmm. Yeah, he had six consecutive balls in the water. This was back in 1998. What what driver do you think he was playing in 98? Was that the, was that the killer whale? <laughs> because it's fun. Or no, that was killer <laughs> that B. That was the killer B, Rocky Thompson. <laughs> But regardless, I think it's a fun tournament. I mean, it, it's too bad because you got the players coming up, and I feel like there's a little bit of a letdown coming off the West Coast and a lot of travel for these guys. <laughs> yeah, I saw but, next year they're swapping these around a little bit. Okay. I think Bay Hill's leading off on the Florida swing, and then Honda, I don't know if they're switching weeks or Honda's right after the play. I think they must be switching weeks. Yeah, because they said they were moving the the Honda back. So, well, then if they if they move the Honda back, and it was already a, a definitely a down year for the you know the top guys to be there, and then the players is going to be a week after they got to be it in was, shape because yeah, I mean it was it, more it, the Honda. Yeah, it's more the Honda. The guys you know coming. Most of them didn't want to come straight from Mexico. It's to play too Honda. hard. It looks so, so hard. So I think they're trying to rotate these events a little bit. So you know, it's not always this this. Guys skipping the same event every year. Sure. McClure. I got to make the sponsors happy, I'm sure. So, McClure, what do you think about the guys who played last week and coming into this week? Do you think they're at a disadvantage from like grinding so hard all last week and then coming and playing a second tough course? No, I think, I mean, they were playing a lot of hard golf and they're, I mean, they're pros. So I think it's kind of is what it is, right? I don't think it makes a difference. And so many of the top guys missed the cut anyway, so they all got to rest. <laughs> I know that too well. My best lineup last week had four of six. Who needs $50,000? On Nice Shot Pods, we build DK lineups with only 43000 We had another winner this week in the 43K salary cap challenge. This is the first week I had to go down several spots to find a non-cheater. <laughs> but we did. How many spots do you have to go down? I believe it was four. Do you think it's that... They're trying to sneak one past you, or they're just too stupid? I, I think they just accidentally screw it up. I think they put in the right lineup, and then they screw it up later. But Or they just don't know that it's not preceptive. It's in capital but. letters, 43,000 <laughs> salary cap challenge. But DraftKings will let you screw it up, so I mean, I guess. Oh yeah, by the way, I was 176th of 186, <laughs> but that was still better than our buddy Rhino. I might be... It was a terrible, terrible, terrible week for me. I had five missed cuts, and you were—you still did better than me. I was one seventy-three. Okay, so we were oh, all. Oh shit! We trash. were all right there. 
I had. Yeah, well, I, I did have Mav McNeely T11 did so. Oh, that's what it was. <clears throat> yeah, I had JT Poston and Harry Higgs make the cut for me. Woo! And you guys are all giving me crap about my lineup. <laughs> and guess who finished like 80th? I well, I'm yep. excited. Yeah. Good so for you. screw you guys. <laughs> all right, who wants to lead off? Tractor. All right. Get after it. What's PGTour.com? Who wrote the article this week that you're going off It's of? not up yet, so I had to make my own. Ooh. Mm. Are all these guys actually in the tournament then? I don't know. I went on the DraftKings <laughs> site. I would assume so. You know, I have, like, obviously the best reasons for players. So I'm going with JT Poston as a 7,600 guy. He's made 10 out of 12 cuts. DraftKings told me. <laughs> I got Matt Jones because he was cheap. I got Busenhut. I was Zuntai. What? Excuse me. Yeah, Bazudo Hot. I went with Kiz- what, what? What drew you to him? I was I was looking him up on Fantasy National. And I have three rounds on him. He's European Tour guy. Yeah, he's. I Euro. think he won last year too. And I figured not many people would take him because they'd be like, "Who the hell is this guy?" Mm-hmm. Uh, my main, my big guy is Kisner. Where's he been all year? By the way, not playing well. No. Um, you know, it's ever since the Natty Light seltzers came out, I think he's kind of disappeared. I don't know. I mean, he's eight of ten cuts with two top tens, but I feel like the last few events he's kind of just not been existing. Uh, GMAC, because he was cheap, and Cameron Champ, uh, because he was also cheap. <laughs> <laughs> this guy was cheap. This guy was cheap, and this guy was cheap. Yeah, and so That's... I made it right at 43000 and you're welcome. He finished first last week. And you, this guy you can't knock it. You can't week. knock it until we get above it. Yeah. Oh. Beat me. There's no overlap on my squad. <laughs> okay, go for it, Ryan. I'm going back to my to my roots. Um I, I still like guys that I think can win. So that means I gotta make some questionable plays. So I'm still going Lonto. I love him at sixty eight hundred. Twentieth in shots gained. Love a short game. Uh I think you're gonna miss a lot of greens here too, and he hasn't missed the cuts in waste management. Mark Hubbard, I don't know. He had an 11th last week. Good enough for me. Let's pencil him in. Matthew Naismith, I'm thinking he's going to be popular this week. I don't know if any of you other guys have him, but two top 11s in the last month, and he's 30th in putting. And in a, in a hard week like this where you're going to have to putt, and he's 30th in putting. So that's kind of my that's my metric that I'm looking at this week. Patrick Rogers, who I feel like I think he was sub 7,000, so – he was seventh at Bay Hill in 2018, and he's sixth in shots gained putting. But he can also rip it. I feel like this course plays pretty long too, um, so that's going to all lead way to Mav McNeely at 7400. He's had a pretty good month. I don't know if he's poised to necessarily get the W, but I mean, he's my guy this week. That if he won, get after it. I think people would like that. And then Henrik Stenson at 8800 is what I've got left for. He's had a second, a third, and a fourth over the last five years. He's a great ball striker. That's my guy. That was good. I can go since I've, I've actually got a couple uh, couple overlaps, so good segue. But um, I kind of changed it up this week. I've been kind of doing what Rhino just did and trying to find a 8,000 or a little higher guy that I think is going to win. And it's not really working for me. So I actually built a model this week. Oh, did you? How oh, did yeah. that go? Good, I think. I You know, I... Read a couple articles, looked at what some key stats were. So kind of put together something with strokes gained approach, uh, par fives, 200 to 225-yard par threes, and then proximity from 200 feet, or sorry, 200 yards and longer. Um, so all six of these guys are in the top 22 of that model. Did you do Did you do a, like a mixed condition model? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So I kind of know what I'm doing with that. Not fully, but 
Um, so the difference between so you can build two types of models. You can build a standard model, which is just where you select the stats and you can use all the filters as is. Mm-hmm. But the problem with that is if you say throw you want to include Bermuda putting, sure, you're going to include only tee to green stats. On Bermuda, gotcha. you know, on Bermuda courses, which doesn't matter. So the mixed condition model allows you to say, I just want putting from Bermuda courses. Yep. Okay. And then I can also... Sounds like I didn't really extent. need to use the mixed condition model, but I, you know, I'm familiar with that one. But Yeah. Well, that's kind of the easiest one to do because it's right there in front <clears> of you. Yeah. Yep. So it didn't take me, just took me five minutes maybe. And I just kind of took guys, you know, obviously some more expensive guys pop up in that, but, you know, I just kind of filtered them out because they're going to, you know bust my cap if i did that so um but no start from the bottom i have lanto as well um he was overall ranked seventh in the model i put together and top 36 in all the categories that i had so um took him i also have cameron champ i think tracker tracker you yep. had him too but um he was top 10 birdies are better gain proximity from 200 plus and also par fives strokes gained and um he actually did kind of quietly have seven made cuts in a row um, before his last event at Riviera, so um, was playing somewhat somewhat consistent for him. Um, next at sixty nine hundred, I have Sebastian Munoz, um, and he actually showed up third on your simulator this week, Moose. Yes, he did. Number of wins, so threw him in there. Um, took Brian Harmon at seven thousand. He's not nothing flashy, but in all those categories, he was he was decent. Like I said, he's in the top twenty two in that model. Um, he's kind of a cut machine too. So took him. Um, I think a, this is, might be my third or fourth week in a row, but I also have Mav McNeely at 7,400. He's just been really steady, making a ton of cuts. He's T27 or better his last four events. Uh, 11th last week at Honda. And my high price guy this week is uh, Scotty Scheffler at 7,700. Um, he was eighth in my model. He's got four top tens this year. Um, I think he's I think he's poised to win at some point. At some point during the year, he's been close a couple times. So that's you what know, I got. I, no, that's, that's good. You know, I found, too, now that we've been doing this for, like, seven weeks, a lot of times we're kind of having the same names come up. But I think a lot of that comes from that these are all typically riskier plays, being that they're, you know, 7,000 or 6,500 to whatever. And so you start to get this level of comfort where you kind of know what you're going to get with these guys. You know, so to go yeah. with, you know, a Mag- Mavenic Neely, if they're not going to start bumping up his price and he keeps making cuts yep. and he's still producing, why would you move away from him, right? Correct. Yep. Moose, not to dig in, it's a question I have because I was thinking that Sungjae might come in at something affordable. He could have been my guy for an overlap and a repeat. Um, So when a guy wins, what does that usually bump him up in a DK draft? It actually everybody's off of them. Nobody wants them. Really, the odds of winning back to back weeks or which I understand because I thought last week he was like sub eight thousand. I think he was like ninety five hundred this week. But also yeah. depends on the field. True part of it too. Yeah. You know, if you obviously like his ownership percentage, how you know how that affects us also because his ownership percentage is going to go down because it typically jacks him up in price. But people really want nothing to do with those guys because. They're all of a sudden out of their routine, especially when it's their first win because all of a sudden they have so many more media obligations. I'm sure Korean media is all over him, wanting him to do stuff. He just went through the grind of all that. He's just secured his card for two years. One, how much Paul did he win? Probably a million. Uh, 1.26. Yeah. So it's not that you can't go back to back or have two good consecutive weeks, but a lot of time there's a fall off. So like JT Poston, or like 
tractor. I went with JT Poston this week at 7,600, 76? I think it was. Or yeah. 70. I 76. 76, yeah. Um, but instead of just going with him because his name JT and people who are called JT tend to be good golfers, I went with him because he puts best on Bermuda, plays great in difficult round conditions, doesn't care about the wind at all, and he's hasn't really had a finish outside the top 40 since last November, and he's played probably 10 tournaments. And so at that price, that's pretty good. I went with Ortiz at 7,100, also been playing great. Munoz, this is, these were popular picks a couple of weeks ago back in Mexico. I feel like you really love Ortiz and Munoz. You're out, that was, that was um, I had the one week where I was super jacked about mm-hmm. Munoz because I figured out he went to the same college as I did. But, hey, Munoz showed up third in my simulator. He's been playing good. I, there's really no reason. It's Like I said, you just get this comfort zone. You know what you're getting into as opposed to just jumping onto some guy that you haven't been watching what they're doing. Uh, another one that I've been just all over lately is... The car dealer, Denny McCarthy. <laughs> uh, last week was his first missed cut, but it's his first missed cut since August. So, or Last week he mi- missed the cut, but it's his first missed cut since August. He's at 6,500. Switched over to Joel Dahman. I was on Lucas Glover initially, but then I... Because I was thinking he's a ball striker, U.S. Open winner. He's just kind of done nothing. He hasn't had anything above a top 45, I think, in about eight weeks. Was this the tournament that he got in trouble when his wife like yelled at him and there was like a huge domestic dispute? I don't know if this was the tournament, but that definitely happened to him. Yep. So not playing him. I'm going with Joel Dahman instead. Hey, not going to lie though, Moose. So I was watching this uh, Instagram thing came up today. It was like the hottest mug shots and she was in it. <laughs> oh, really? Was it pretty hot? Yeah. Like, just, like the hottest golf mug shots? No, just like hot chick mug shots and she was one of them. What websites do you frequent? I don't, it was on like the chive. It was on like the chive or something. <laughs> what websites does he frequent? All of them. Yeah, I got a long PGATour.com slash power rankings backslash pods where you can get. <laughs> he's he's the Cliff Clavin of the modern era. He knows a little bit of everything about well informed. Yeah. Uh, so Domin was seventh in my tee to green last twenty four, which I told you uh, as I was looking through the time machine was big. And then at 7,600, I went with Rafa Cabrera Bello. Rafa. Rafa Cabrera Bello, who's not from Argentina. He's from Spain. But he's uh, he, he got a T3 here last year. He's got two consecutive top 20s. He can hit the ball ways. I like him. Those, that's my team. Well, best all of luck to all you guys. Yeah. Like I know, I know that you got. I know tractor especially. You don't like the game itself. Oh, that's but fine. you actually don't. Well, it requires work outside of PGATour.com power rankings. Well, because they only talk about the top six guys in the world, anyways. That's why he doesn't like it. It's top fifteen guys, and there aren't any mug shots of their wives. Yeah, it's trash. <laughs> I need a little. I need a little uh, National Enquirer with my uh, information. I. Uh, you won last I personally week, just like the exercise. I like going through and trying to find these guys and doing it. I need to get better at writing my notes down as it. I'm like, I go through and I'm like looking at all these different pages at once and I find my guys. And I like have my team built and I'm like, oh shit, I didn't write down why I like them. And then after, when we get to here, I'm like, oh yeah. Well, I guess it like in this scenario, Moose, it seems like you like more of like a blended approach as opposed to, it sounds like Paul's now in my camp where we take some. 
Because I mean, is a guy. No, I have been better now. This week I tried to dislike middle. Yeah, middle I kind of, I kind of switch it up each week. So, but like, so this week, what you know, when I'm on Fantasy National, I keep running. Like, I might run a model. I might go look at the simulator. I might look at course history guys. And what I'm doing is I just keep sorting by or sorting by whatever stat I'm looking at, and I'm just scanning down looking for guys that are like 74 to 68. Sure. And then I'll like click on their name. See what they've been doing recently, and then go there. So I've just kind of found those, and I haven't had any just sixty two hundreds or whatever popping up for me lately. Sure, so we could probably translate to a fifty thousand dollar lineup because if you know a sixty two hundred guy popped up, right? You know, you can take a couple top guys as opposed mm-hmm. to just one. So mm-hmm. especially <laughs> if you find the right sixty two hundred guy, right? So out of your lineup, who do you guys like most? Who's the guy? Who's like your lock of the week? It's a great question, Poston. I think it's Mav for me. I'm going to go Domin. I'm going to go Patrick Rogers. Well, there you have it. For no reason at all. That's (laughs) what we love. Let's pick this week's winners as we play One and Done. Paul, are you ready ready to embarrass yourself, Paul? No, hey, I had the tied for best finish of the week last week in One and Done. Oh, oh my goodness. Pound sand, all of you. You went to known. You weren't like... Trash talking all weekend. Well, I can't, was tied I still can't talk finish. trash when I'm, you know, $2 million behind. Well, how, how much you make, though? So, Moose and I both had T4s. I had Daniel Berger. He had Ben on. So, we had I had 280000 is what that what that netted. Good payday. So, yeah. So, Tractor had Billy Horschel. Hey, we shot 24, five over on Sunday. That was great. 24850 He actually just uh, walked away from PXG today. I don't know if anyone saw that. Really? Where, where's he going? Nothing yet. Says he could still play PXG technically, but anyway. And then uh, lastly, Rhino took Joaquin Neiman, who missed the cut. What a nightmare! So updating the standings. Um, Moose is in first with two point four six eight million. Tractor hanging on a second with one point two seven five million. Rhino in third one point one nine four million, and I am still very much in last place with $360,175. You're now in the sixth digit number though at least. Yeah, so I too tired to do this much math, but Don't I, worry. like I like quadrupled my season total last week. It's impressive. Yeah. It truly is. All right. So, yeah, going over the rules, obviously pick one guy each week, can't pick him again. We have a rule amongst ourselves that we will not double up on somebody's pick for that week. Last place guy goes first, which means that's me. Um I was kind of waffling between a couple guys, but I'm actually going with Moose brought it up the strokes strokes gain T to green last 24 rounds. This guy's ranked first in that stat, so I'm going with Hideki Matsuyama this week. Damn it. Tractor, you've already taken him, so. <laughs> oh, that helps then. <laughs> he just doesn't like that guy. So that brings us to Rhinos to up next. I loved him in 43K. I don't know Fuck. where else to take him. Damn it. Yeah, I, I, I just don't know where else to take him. And I think this is a ball striker's golf course. I think he he's just going to be ripping that through it all day long. Hopefully he can make enough putts. Stenson. <laughs> all right, so we got Hideki and Stenson so far. What's wrong, Moose? Moose, you're leading. That's why you get the last pick. So I know, I know. So, hey, for the record, Stenson's my one and done in our other league. I always have to like go back. He might be mine too. Get an extra download every week because I have to go back and listen to it and try to remember who you picked. I thought Moose was saying like he forgot to hit record on the thing or something. (laughs) 
No. All right, oh. so I'm on next. <laughs> I wouldn't put it past me. Or you forgot more weekend. shirts. Yeah. I mean, you, you seemed really like, I was like, what? What's wrong? Or you like, saw me pull a six iron. Yeah. Like, I brought my best shirts down for this event, guys. Come on now. Well, at least you're getting them back. Yeah. All right. I am taking J-Day this week. I like him at this event. I also, he's been hanging on my board that I need to use him, and he drives me nuts, so I just kind of want to get rid of him. <laughs> like, honestly, that's, I just want to burn him up. <laughs> Fair enough. Have you checked the... The allergy conditions of the air quality. <laughs> no, we're probably screwed. He's got a good track record here. He was number yep. two on my list. I figured he's, that Paul might take senses. So. He's he played well kids there. at Disney and be too stressed out. <laughs> All right, Moose. Disney's right there. So since Stenson's yep. not there, who are you taking? Okay, so the other names I have on my board, which I don't know that I need to use here. I don't want to use. I don't want to use Rory. I think he's going to go back to back. I'm not going to put it past him. But I just don't trust him on Sunday. Uh, especially in a pretty decent field here. It hasn't been raining a lot. He tends to play best when it's really wet. I might, I hate to go with Adam Scott, too, but he's been hot. I just hate, you know, because he won just two weeks ago. I just feel like I'm hopping on too late. The other one's Reed, who I think I've already used. So, Scott it is. Damn it. Sounds good. So, we got... Wait, why did you say damn it? Because I just don't want to use Scott right now. But... We're running long on the pod, and uh, so summarizing our leader Moose Adam Scott, second place Tractor Jason Day, Rhino Henrik Stenson, Paul Hideki Matsuyama. Can't wait. Time for my favorite game of the week: Fantasy NASA. Hey Paul, how'd we do last week? God damn it! Um, although I say that like I we we. One twelve to nothing. Yeah, and how did was it was it close like Saturday and Sunday? Like was it was it close? <laughs> I think we won eighteen up both. Days. Oh, okay, cool. Is I that, could be wrong. Is that because how many, how many how many of those points did you win, Paul? I I will say Van Royen on Thursday was a great four ball partner for shooting four over because he had like five or six birdies. Yeah. How about how about over the weekend? How did he do for you on the weekend? Didn't matter. Yeah. This game's great when the other team, both guys, miss the cut. I like it. Yeah, so Tractor and I had Fleetwood and Van Royen. Moose and Rhino had Kepka and Fowler. And uh, Fleetwood was the only guy to make the cut. So Dominated. But we did still win all six matches the first two days with all four playing. So Last week was the first week that I launched NASA.golf, where you can play Fantasy NASA with your buddies, with randoms. You can do it season long. You can do it just for a single week. And everybody missed the cut. I was like... The thing that's great about this game is that you've got something to root for every weekend. And this is the first weekend that it just didn't even matter for us. There was nothing to pay attention to. But we got another good tournament here. We got a ton of people signing up. It's a lot of fun. What do you guys love about the game? Like, what do you think about the four-person aspect of it from, like, a fantasy game if it wasn't something we were doing on the pod? I, I would like it because I'm fucking terrible at it. And hopefully my partner would have something of value that can keep me sticking around and keeping some interest on Saturday and Sunday because my guys are going to be grocery shopping at noon. Rhino, you've had zero points two weeks in a row. What can I say, Brooksy Bear? <laughs> you, actually, you've got three zeros. Got three zeros. And Moose and I put up 11 rip on you guys. I forgot about so many zeros I've made. I made a zero to Augusta. and I don't even remember it. Speaking of, do you think that we should go like kind of like we do with our... our uh, no. One and done. Well, no double points for Masters. No, and, we can't switch it. Two deep no. 
Okay. I thought Keep you it. were going to say last place picks first, but no, uh, no, 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 that I like. I know I'm taking yeah, I like this, it this week because Rhino was my partner this week. So let's go. I'm gonna get you off the Schneid Rhino. All right, let me let me flip the T here and let's get us going. So yeah, for points, Tracker has 56. I have 49. Moose has 34. Rhino has 23. Fantasy Nassau is just the same thing as Nassau on the golf course. You play in a four person team. Yeah, and back total all four days, so 12 points total available. I need to get better at flipping. I feel like it's always the opposite. I don't know if I've won a flip yet. <laughs> so we won't. No, actually. Do you need some confidence, Rhino? Do you want to lead us off? Yeah, I'm just going Rory. It's simple. I'm taking them, and I'm moving on, and I'm going to shut up because I have nothing to add here. I'm a nightmare. <laughs> Tractor, uh, that's good. I'll let you go here. I'm taking a uh, Fino. Ooh, I like it. Any reason? Uh, he was my other choice for one and done in my head. And Fair I enough. feel like a lot of the, I mean, I don't think, I mean, I kind of like Adam Scott, Fleetwood, after kind of falling apart last week, Matsuyama's been used, DeChambeau is just going to overswing. <laughs> um, I mean, I hate Patrick Reed. I don't think Ricky Fowler or Kep is going to make the cut. So I'm, I think Fino's going to make the cut. So at least we got a guy playing in the weekend. Cuts, oh. Making cuts is the only thing that matters in this, man. It is. No yeah. birdies. Well, if you, you make, make a lot of birdies cut. the first day, and then you make a lot of bogeys the second, you don't make the cut on the weekend, then it didn't really matter. I mean, yeah, theoretically, your guy could finish T50 and still clean up. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going Fleetwood. Hey, Paul. Yeah. I just thought of this. Where are both these idiots from? <laughs> now, granted, Rory's from Hollywood, Ireland. He's from- but this is... Way Rory's too not. Is, these are Europeans. He's not from Ireland because they're all pissed off at hey, him. Northern Ireland. Play for Ireland in the Olympics. Sorry, Northern. That's all right. It's fine. Literally, a lot, a lot of Europeans wars are fought over that. Jordan, how do you not know the difference? I've been there. Fleetwood's. He's. I mean, he's been so consistent for so long, and he's actually got a pretty good track record. Do you think he's demoralized T-10, after T-3. that shot on Sunday? I don't. I think he's. He, I don't think he's letting it get to him. If anything, I think it's going to motivate him even more. I was rewatching no, that today. How about the dude who was screaming, getting the hole on the downswing? Yeah, I he, did hear that. Yeah. He took the high road and claimed he and his caddy both said they didn't hear it. Who maybe they didn't? Yeah, I don't know if the microphone picked it up. You know, like yeah. it was somewhere way far away. But I was yeah, like, we didn't hear it. We were watching at the Fort Lauderdale airport with no no volume. But oh, I mean, we didn't hear something being screamed on the TV when we didn't come hear any volume. <laughs> oh, shocker, Paul. That's why you're the Palmanac. And it was no, <laughs> for the uh, the people out there don't know that we weren't listening. Yeah. I don't know. I like we get the we get the top two. I agree. Guys, I agree. So Snides, I that's ride or die. Let's do it. Get right, me on Lewis. the board. Let's at least get some points this week. We either extend our leads over these two schmucks or we let them back in. Extend their leads. We're in first and second. I'm yeah, but you're my partner this week. You were his partner last week. Your no. lead could be gone this week. I know. Tracker. Yeah, it's dangerous. Um, one thing that's interesting, I was looking back at too. We this is we've played eight matches so far, and all but two of them have been won by more than five points or five points or more out of twelve. It's pretty impressive. Like there's not very many close matches on this where you'd think that you would have a lot yeah. more. Well, missed cuts. Well, yeah, we've maybe that just speaks to how bad some of us are at this. <laughs> True. The only other guy I had on here is Reed. I'm not even sure I want him, but after Tractor said that he hates Reed and that's why he didn't go with him. Nah. Try to get him to become a Reed fan in the end. There's a lot of sand here. Hopefully, that'll play to his advantage. Do I have to cheer for Reed for four days? Good God. Yep. (sighs) If he misses a cut, you only have to cheer for him for two. (laughs) Honestly, like, Finau's going to win, so hopefully Reed misses the cut. So... 
As long as as long as Finau carries us, I'm fine with that too. I'm really excited to go to bed. Well, Tractor's going to sleep, so guess that means we're done. Head over to Fantasy National. It's just the coolest site if you're into golf sets at all. You can save 20% by going to fantasynational.com slash pods. You save 20% off forever, by the way. And it's a golf club. You should join. Also, go to nasa.golf. Sign up. Just play a public match this week. I guarantee you're going to have a great time. It's completely free, and it's awesome. If you've got some family members or some buddies who love golf, but they don't really get into fantasy golf, this is perfect for them. It takes literally a minute to make your pick every week. You pick one guy. If they play fantasy football and they love golf, they're going to love this. Please check it out. We'll see you next week. Follow us on Twitter at FantasyNational.com, at NiceShotPods, at FNGC Tractor, at FNGC Rhino, at FNGC Paul, and at the Moosonomics. See you next week for the players.